All right. What up? What up? What up? What up, y'all? Yeah. What up, people? Foggy Raw, my guy. Was good. I appreciate the prime. Much love. 2K. Yes, our hearts go out for my man. It's rough. That's the <laughs> game. Rules about Roberts. That's the game, my boy. Yeah, that was unreal. With six seconds left in the round, too. In the third round, six seconds left. That was ridiculous. That was perfect, though. I was so upset. <laughs> I was so upset, man. I mean, not not that he was winning the fight or anything, but he was on he was on his way to lose losing that fight. No, I would say think. so. Yeah, but but still, just that that's how that's how it ends. Yeah, a couple <laughs> seconds left. I'm like, shit, man. And I re- I really like Roosevelt Roberts. Um, in that fight, uh, his opponent just did everything right, man. Mm-hmm. He was just long, lean, heavy pressure, very heavy long, yeah. pressure, man. And he constantly threw those those spinning hook kicks, man. Mm-hmm. Roosevelt Roberts, he was doing the right. He leaned out of the way of most of them, but that one came from the other direction. That was the only one he landed with, right? Yeah, that was the only one that landed, and mm-hmm. that's the one that, that did him in. Ultimately put him out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Bo, anyway, what up, y'all? What's good, man? Welcome to the Pro and the Bro Show. We're back again with another post-fight, post-UFC event show. Um, so, yeah, what do we what do we begin? I would say it was a good uh, good night of fights, honestly. I'd say so. For real, yeah, good to talk to honestly. There was a, couple, a bunch of finishing. Only... Two fights on the prelims did not go, go to finish or did not end early. Bro, did you see that one dude that is supposed? I mean, you were talking about it earlier. He's supposedly be the pound for pound strongest guy in the UFC. William Knight, yeah. William Knight, dude. He's like he can. Massive. They're saying that he's like what is he? What does he press? Like two? I think it was like two forty five. Two forty five for like forty something reps. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane, though. Yo, that's wild. What weight class is that? He's a light heavyweight. Light heavyweight. Mm. All right, you stay your ass up there. Yeah, right. <laughs> you stay a little ass up there, but you know what? I don't always think fighting doesn't being strong doesn't know it never hurts. I'm gonna tell you that it never hurts, but I always feel like it never really doesn't mean that you can fight well. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the one to say it. Nobody wants to say it. Like his technique is shit, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like the dude, it's just massive. He's massive. He's strong. He's dangerous. He's powerful. But I'm looking at those punches that he's throwing. It's like ill. <laughs> 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 I mean, he got the job done in his fight, though. Yeah, he sure did. He got the job done. Shout out to him, man. Soph. Oh, Soph with the tier one? Mm-hmm. Soph just woke up, so she's yeah, not saying good. much. <laughs> I'm saying over there. She's gently. <laughs> I have a headache. Uh-oh. Uh, you got a headache? Mm-hmm. All right. Drink some tea. It'll be okay. I'm trying. <laughs> I need food. Oh, man. Josie Ann Nunez, also another nice knockout. In the women's uh, bantamweight division last night. Oh, you saw that fight? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Oh, <laughs> is that interesting? Is that a uh, that strange to you? And mm. uh, once again, Brian Kelleher. Boom. Exactly, dude. Business is booming, man. He, For real. Hey, he he looked good in that fight. What I like about him in that fight is that when it started, my man just instantly he just went on the offense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and he looks super well rounded. Usually, he's known for being a guy. That mostly stands on the feet and knocks people out, but this time he was all. He showed that he's a, a well-rounded mixed martial artist. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he had a game plan. And he stuck to it. He was able to take the dude down at will and kind of just grind him out mm-hmm. easily. Dude, he, he's looking better and better each time he comes in, especially because he, he, he fought is. what like 
I think like four, three or four times last year alone. Yeah. Like he's and he stepped in short notice and won fights as well. So he's he's looking very good. Every time he gets into the octagon again, he looks like a better fighter. I would say. Yeah, I like it. I like uh, it. And you saw his callouts. Um, I did not Sean see Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. Everybody wants at thirty five wants yeah, to fight Sean O'Malley. He also tweeted something about Ricky Simone because him and Ricky Simone would go at oh, it. Oh, I saw that with the seventy five k. Yeah, like he asked for seventy five k or something like that, right? I forgot. I it. think I, that should be the normal though. No, well, I mean. That should be the norm. 75K. I was the one that, didn't I say that to you a while back? I was like, bro, we go, when Dana first did 75K, because everything's bigger in Texas, I was like, bro, that'll be such a bad look if we go back from that. Exactly. And you already know he immediately. We went right back to 50K. I was <laughs> I like, we, should just, like for, we used to just keep it like that, bro. I mean, and we also had um, another fighter last night speak about, he's like, I'm broke. Because I, I need more money. I need to fight again. And this guy's a high-profile pro, fighter. For sure. So for once sure. again, people... I think now more and more that fighters have been openly speaking about it, I feel like they're getting more comfortable. Other fighters are getting more comfortable. Comfortable speaking on it. Yeah. Um, And I don't think he was coming from a place of, hey, we need unionization or that kind of shit. No, I think, no, I think yeah. he was just like... I'm broke. Straight up. Like, yeah. fact, like bro, I need to I need to fight. I'm broke. I need to fight again. But don't you think that's crazy? A pro oh, athlete, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But you know that's that's the game, bro. This is what we do, and I mean, there's a lot more. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, in intricacies that we don't know about. You know what I mean when it comes to pay structure and all that shit. So it's a lot. Mm. Dal five uh, said, "Correct me if I'm wrong. The UFC doesn't cover medical bills, right?" Um, yeah, they do. They cover cover everything. Well, they cover UFC covers your medical bills if. You sustain an injury in the octagon, your medical bills will be covered. Mm, okay. Anything that happens to you in the octagon, you're, you're insured and you're good to go. They'll take care of it. Mm, okay. That makes sense. Hmm. Who else did we like in the prelims? Oh, I mean, let me pull it up. I didn't even pull it up for y'all. I did not even pull it up for y'all. Let me pull it up. Hold up. UFC official website. Who else we got here? What's up, people? How we doing? Oppress 2K. Easy E. Oh, my boy, Easy E. Oh, I saw Killer Beats in there. Killer, Killer Her Beats. Long time, <laughs> NSR. my boy. NSR How you doing? too. NSR too? Yeah. The whole crew. What's good, y'all? Oppress 2K said, it never going to happen. The main event is the reason why Paulo pulled out because of pay, but the UFC got Kelvin, so someone will always do something cheaper, and the UFC will go to them instead of paying the fighters. I agree. That's I mean, yeah. the name of the game. All Not right. Wrong. Um... Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's get into the main card. Um, right, before fine. we get into it, though, tell me Vince Pitchell. i seen this somewhere, and it made so much sense. Look at Vince. Everybody look at Vince, Vince Pitchell. Look at his picture, right? Everybody take a look at him. Take a good look at this guy right here. Look at his face. No, nah, not that's no, old picture. No, there's no mustache there. No, 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 no. I'll zoom in. This, this one, this guy right here. Y'all take a look at him. Who does he look like? Cub Swanson with a mustache. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this. Honestly. Cub Swanson, bro. Tell me no. I think we. Tell me he, no. No, he definitely does. Cub Swanson's no tats, older, yeah. mustache. He looks older than Cub Swanson, or he probably he's is super older. younger than Cub Swanson, but he is. Yeah, but Cub Swanson is like thirty-eight or something. Isn't is he? Cub Swanson about to be forty, my boy. I think Cub Swanson may be forty or thirty-four. Damn, oh shit. 
But no, but he that's Cub Swanson in, in in disguise, bro. I don't care what nobody said. That's Cub Swanson. Yeah, yeah. That is Cub Swanson trying to pull one over with the name change, trying to be and able with to those get like in stupid it. fake mustaches. That's what it just looks like. <laughs> he yeah. just doing the fake yeah, mustache, exactly. like yo. Uh, <laughs> trying to extend his career. Oh man, yeah. that's funny. But anyway, before we get back to that fight, I just wanted to say that. But <laughs> Alexandra, what Patoja? Pentoja versus Brandon Royval. This fight, um, right from the beginning, the intensity, the pace of it was, first of all, it was back and forth. Mm -hmm. Both guys landed a lot of shots. But throughout the entire first round, it was such a high tempo, like nonstop. Uh, This was honestly a very good fight. It was pretty crazy. Both landed big shots, like I said. Um, But once it got to the ground in the second round, it looked like Pantoja was way more comfortable. Yeah. You could, you could tell. He, you can tell he was the more skilled uh, BJJ practitioner. Yeah, you know, in that department. But Brandon Royval, man, you can't help but love Royval. You know why? Caution to the fucking wind, mm. bro. Caution to the wind when he fights, and not only that, um, his versatility. He's super well rounded, and what I like, <laughs> I like the pace that he came with. Yep. One and then two. During the fight, he was not afraid to take the fight anywhere, even mm. though. He knew that Pen uh, Pentoja Pantoja was was pretty good on the ground. He was still giving him work and putting him in bad positions and just outworking him and just outpacing him, just running pace on him. And sometimes that can make up for a guy's lack of uh, skill in a department. You know exactly. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I was still impressed. I was still impressed. I still think this dude has a bright, bright future for sure. For but, for uh, Roy Val, yeah. Pandoja, man, just I keep saying his name wrong, right? That's it. <laughs> what is that name? Pandoja? What does it Pantoja. 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 Okay, Pantoja. But we all say Pando- Pantoja, no? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds weird. You say. I say. You right. say Pantoja. Pantoja. And you're not talking into your mic, because I don't think anybody can hear you. Everyone can hear me. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. But yeah, anyway, Pantoja looked good. He really and, did, and he he looked really good on. He looked really sharp on the ground. But uh, I was saying that I really like Brandon Royval, and I think he still has a bright future. That's it. And I feel like now that we know that Brandon Royval and seen in his fights, he's another fighter that is just willing to put it all out there. Yeah, like man. The fighters like or fans like to see him fight because absolutely how he how and he that's, comes we out. spoke about it. Uh, on a pre-fight show, no, we spoke about the thing about uh, Roy Vallis. He does just throw caution to the wind, mm-hmm. in a way, right? That mm-hmm. pace, he just, he just, he reminds me of someone that fights. A lot of time, guys fight, and they study their opponent and they look at their opponent and they say, "Okay, I know he's good at this, so I need to be careful and watch out for this." And a lot of sometimes that can actually overshadow your your actual skill and what mm-hmm. you're actually capable of. So. You tend to th- overthink it and think about the things that your opponent does well, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas what I see in a guy like Roy Val is, he doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He doesn't care about yeah. what you're good at. He's focused on getting off his technique and the things that he's good at, and he's just gonna go out there and execute. And those 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 are gonna make for you know fighters who who are always gonna be exciting. Exactly. Fighters who who fans are always gonna want to see, mm-hmm. and fighters will never be down on themselves no matter the outcome because they know they left it all in the octagon exactly that's a good point too honestly but and the pace he's able to keep because it looked like pantoja was tired getting pretty tired in that fight he was. So if if that second round ended or um was it the third round that he finished in yeah. it was a second right it was the end of second. the second if that second round ended i don't think i think uh roy val could have won that fight 
I agree. I agree. Especially but if he was tiring getting into that third round. But you know what? Hey, all the best to uh, Panjoha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the best. All the best to him. What's next for a guy like this? He looked good. He was um, call- he was already calling out uh, the champ. They Moreno. fought previously. Yeah, he said he, f- he fought him twice and they Sheesh. beat him twice. Oh, has he? Yeah, and I think Moreno got cut by the UFC. Oh, and then he, now obviously he's so playing. now he's like, all right, you the champ, I'm coming for that. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah, it exactly. I like it. Hey, uh, real quick, let me get to chat. So if you gotta stay on chat. I am, but you guys are the talking. goat. Shout out, shout out to goat goat zero seven five. He says, hey Randy, all the best from Bosnia. Ooh, uh, I go. make sure to tune in every stream, my man. Much let's love. Go. Thank you for Thank tuning you. in, brother. We and appreciate it. You got a raid of LTDR with Party of Four. Oh, also, we just got the raid from LTDR. Much love, my boy. Thank you so much for the raid. I appreciate the love. Appreciate y'all, man. Uh, there was something else I think I missed. I read it real quick while we were talking. Oh, who's the bro? The bro. That is the bro. Right here. As it says. My <laughs> guy. What up? What's good, y'all? All right. So what's next? Uh, up next, we have Vince Pichel versus Austin Hubbard. Uh, so we got Cub, we got Swanson. Cub Swanson in disguise <laughs> versus Austin Hubbard. All right. This is tough. Austin Hubbard, coming into this fight. Looked good in round one. Did, yes. Very good in round one. Honestly, yes. I early in round one, I thought he might. He was on the on the verge. He swung the fight. I can argue that he won the, the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, he was... He was uh, pushing the pace and putting everything together. He looked really good in round one. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as the rounds went on, Vince Pichel. From hell. Exactly, dude. <laughs> he, he was looking very good. Super well-rounded. Yep. Again, another well-rounded guy that can take the fight anywhere. I love watching guys like this who are just mad fucking well-rounded. Mm-hmm. And just, just they seem to be able to just fight anywhere. They're not, and not to say that. Most people aren't specialists. That's everyone in the UFC. Mm-hmm. But still, there's a preferred place that a lot of guys like to keep the fight. Yep. And looking at Vince Pichel, there was no really preferred place. Again, he just kind of just... He was comfortable everywhere. Yeah. And he kind of just knew how to play the game of mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. How to grind the motherfucker out and get the job done. You know, it's interesting. They were saying uh, that Vince Pichel, for so long, did not have like MMA training partners. Like mm. people that never that trained specifically with MMA, he said like have like boxing or like you know like certain disciplines of from MMA, but never was at a gym with legit guys who are like fighting MMA. As Just well. straight MMA. Wow. Yeah. So that and and for him to be in the UFC and and now what's three to win what's three in a row for him? Yeah. You know that's that's big. That's big. Exactly. So also shout out to Vince because he's also a fellow streamer. He's on Twitch streaming. So y'all go show him some love. Mm. Yo, what up, the Maroon? You're Maroon. Well, go on. But like you said, Austin Hubbard looked good in this first round. But after that, it's just Vince Pichel took over. Um, and I want to say it's like that veteran like style of fighting, but it's not even because also he's been in the UFC for years now, but this is only his ninth fight in the it UFC. It has to be injuries. And, yeah, it's you know, weird. Just, it's crazy. And just you mean, maybe injuries, time in between fights. He has been around a long time, but he is a veteran. That's what it is. Yeah. It counts. Even though you you have the fights haven't been consistent, mm-hmm. the fights are still there. The miles is still there. The work being put in the gym, preparing for fights that you know that maybe didn't pan out. That's all experience to build up for you know for this moment today. So Definitely. good for him. I agree. Yeah. Shout out Vince Pichel. Honestly, 38, 36 years old, still doing it. But uh, yes, Austin, Austin Hubbard. I was gonna say before coming <laughs> into this fight, 
he has not been able to put a win streak together. So he came in on a win on in his last fight, and now he lost again. So he's how been many pretty fight, inconsistent. How many fights does Austin have so far? Uh, let me pull it up right now. Hold on. It he is they made his UFC debut in 2019. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That was his seventh fight. Oh wow! So he is four and three in the UFC, or three and four in the UFC. Excuse me. Okay. So. All right. Well, um, Austin, we wish Austin the best as well. I hope when I see guys like that that have these win loss win loss, my, you know my take on that. Mm. And, you know, I feel like it's just a matter of them looking, trying to find the pieces, and trying to find themselves, trying to put the pieces together. You know, and. Again, he looked good. Mm-hmm. Guys like this are never typically, you never really see guys like this dominated in a yeah. fight. You know what I mean? You always see them having a good fight or, you know, or trying to progress. And sometimes things just doesn't go their way. Mm-hmm. And when I see that, I know there's hope. So I'm always like, you know what? He's trying to find himself. Once he does, maybe he'll put that run to get that run together. Hopefully. We will see. Um, Kamara said that Vince moves weird. Does he fights with like his hands down too? Hey, Cub Swanson fights with his hands down too. (laughs) Whoa, just saying, there's a correlation, yeah, (laughs) just saying. And the Maroon said, Hope the UFC doesn't hold activity or lack thereof against fighters for reasons beyond their control. No, yeah, I don't don't think so. I mean, yeah, honestly, I think even the UFC themselves may give you some time. Like, if they sign, I've noticed they've signed guys pretty early, they'll give them a year off or so. No, yeah. For sure. If they sign a guy early and they think that, well, this guy needs some experience and some time to build and develop. They did develop. that to Mickey Gall. Yeah, they did it to Mickey Gall. They actually did it to me. Really? They did it to, they give you a time off. They give you maybe like a, then I don't think, that's just my assumption, right? They've never said, hey, this is what we're doing. But I, I think so. No, it definitely Because you see sense, newer yeah. guys, everyone's, look at Chase Hooper. He doesn't, he's not very consistent. And I don't think that's because he doesn't want to be consistent. I think the UFC knows that he needs development. He needs to develop. He has a huge potential. Mm. And they're like, hey, we could uh, take some time off and develop. We'll see what you got next time when you come back. Exactly. No, it definitely makes sense. I would say that they do that, too. Um, 2K said, what you mean you have four fights your first year in the UFC? My first year in the UFC, I had four. Well, the first 13 months, I had five. All right. But after that, I had a whole year off. I didn't fight for that a whole year. That was your time off, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, up next, we had in the Bantamweight division, Trevin Jones versus Saeed Yokob Karamanov. Um, so I'm this, never going to say that name, no, so I'm going to just I, let you. I'm, I just call, I'm going to call him Saeed. Romanov? Saeed. That's the one. Saeed. Saeed. We call him Saeed. So Trevin Jones versus Saeed, man. Oh. I mean, Trevin Jones versus Saeed. Yeah, so, man, this was another well, good fight. For a UFC debut, Saeed. Looks yes. very good, dude. He was throwing a lot of he kicks, did. a lot of uh, punches. Like, his volume was way more than Trevin Jones. He did. He did. But here's the thing. What did we talk about yesterday? I mean, Friday. On the oh, pro, true. On the right. Show. Trevin Jones. About Trevin, cutting weight three, three times. times in what? In the span of three months. In a month. No, one in month. One, in the span of one month. Sorry. In the span of one month, trying to get ready for a fight, and the fight keeps on falling out, keeps on falling out. That has to take a toll on your body. I don't care who you mm-hmm. are. You know, cutting weight is a massive, massive science, and it's a huge part of fighting. And you fuck that up, you're a shell of yourself, period. Right? You've, you've experienced it. I've experienced it firsthand. So um, to see a guy do that, and he said, and being on weight for that long and having to continuously do that, 100% that's taking a toll on, uh, uh, taking a toll on him. Um, now, with that being said, 
there were also some mistakes he made in the fight mm-hmm. from from what I could see. You know what I mean? And this is not a knock to him or anything like that. You know, nothing but respect. But watching the fight, there were moments where I feel like he could have taken advantage of that he didn't. Mm-hmm. You know that like as far as on the cage, you notice how much they how much time they spent on the cage and mm-hmm. the takedowns. But again, the weight cut. It could have been a huge factor because there I were moments say. where look how much time they spent in the clinch. Mm. When you're tired, telltale of someone being tired and, and uncomfortable in the octagon is not wanting to break, mm. wanting to hold on and keep the the fight close and just stay there to to, get to, to, to kill time back. and yeah. try to get air back. You know, and that's majority of where this fight was spent. No, mm. was in the clinch for sure. Um, Saeed has some big throws. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a grinding a grinding type of bout. Um, Two guillotines yeah. attempts from uh from Saeed. Well, one attempt, one actual mm. finish. But uh Trevor Jones never adjust, never attempted to even grab the hands, never attempted to fight. He just kept being persistent on trying to hold on to the legs while he was getting choked out mm. until ultimately he got put unconscious. Yep, he definitely fell asleep. Uh Trevor Jones kept going for those takedowns too, and only landed one of them in this fight. He was looking for that takedown. Like throughout the entire time, I would say throughout the, all throughout or throughout all the rounds of this fight, but um, ultimately that's what got him finished. Well, I've never seen any of his fights prior to this, right? Chat. Let me ask y'all: is is Trevin Jones a wrestler per se? Like, is this a guy? Look at his record and see like what are most of his finishes by? Is this a guy that likes to wrestle, or is he just like he was so shot that he had to? Let's see. He is. Three wins by KO, TKO, four by submission, and six by decision. All right, so well-rounded. Ooh, well. Anyway, Saeed, shout out to Saeed. Saeed looked good. He was very durable. He's a yeah. judoka from what the commentators were saying, right? Uh, former judoka. Um, that means he was a judo player. And he hit a nice Haraya Ghosh, right, and sent uh, sent Trevor Jones, Trevor Jones flying <laughs> in round one. Um, and I can hear his coaches saying, "No throws, wrestle here, wrestle here." As you can say, he's he's. I can tell he's one of those dudes in the gym that just likes to fucking launch people. Yeah. Right. When you get a judoka in the gym mm-hmm. and a guy a high level judoka, those dudes will fucking launch you through the air. I don't care really? how good your wrestling is. I don't care. Maybe you'll be able to submit them when you hit the ground. Maybe you may be able to, to take them down off the cage and stuff like that. But if they have an opportunity to launch you, they're gonna do it. They're gonna <laughs> fucking send you right. And you're gonna get sent hard. That's hilarious. So um. Uh, I can tell because I could hear his coaches saying, don't, no, they're like, wrestle here, wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. And he was putting his hips in position to try to look for throws. Yeah, because sometimes if you miss a throw, right, you you end up uh, in a, you end up exposed, yeah. exposed in a bad position, you mm. know, in a compromised position. So uh, I could hear his coaches, you know, had a sense of urgency when he was getting ready to load up Trevin on them hips, <laughs> you know. But uh, I'm excited to have him in this division. So let's for see real, how it yeah. goes. Yeah. He looked great. And once again, UFC debut, good for him, getting that, getting that finish. Someone in the chat also said, that finish looked very uh, John Jones, Leota Machida-esque, which it did. Yeah. Where John right? Jones just walked off and Leota just, just falls. Saw, I just saw that picture yeah. today on Instagram. That's crazy. It's crazy y'all yeah, mentioned it that. I just saw that picture on Instagram where Leota just, you know, falling face first yeah. out, you know, John Jones walking away. Yeah. Jeez. That's true. So good uh, good one there. My boy, Meaty Balls. Meaty Balls 27 with the gifted. Much love. <laughs> Soph looked at me like, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Um... <laughs> <clears throat> the Maroon said, so at what point after all the weight cuts do his team or management say you need to recover and just fight in another month or so? Um, Again, that should be 
that should be hey, all right let's have this conversation right this is a conversation that that's not being had in in mma at all mm-hmm. safety of the fighter by uh it happened once we like had this corner? conversation once yeah by the corner right the corner protecting their fighter actually for some reason in mixed martial arts this is a sport where it's all out bro bisping fought with one eye <laughs> you know what i mean a detached retina in boxing your career is done mm. right Bisping out here fighting, fuck the retina, <laughs> fuck the whole eye. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing. They, they, we don't throw in towels in MMA. There is no such thing is as it, throwing in. I a feel towel. like it's seen as like it's frowned upon. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's frowned like, upon. It's like you go out on your fucking shit. You know what I mean? There is no throwing in the towel in boxing. When a guy's out class, they protect the fighter. We're like, yo, throw in the towel. Mm. In MMA, we're not with that. Yeah, ain't no throwing in the towel over it's here, either you're bro. Going out, it's yeah. either you go, yeah, you gotta take this L, or you know, or you gotta find a way to win. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and it's the same thing. So his coach is saying, "Hey, stepping in and saying, bro, I don't think you should fight. Um, maybe that's inexperience, or maybe that's just something that just never came to mind. It's mm. not something on the forefront. Dude, dudes are warriors, man. And his corner, same. They cut from the same cloth. You know, they're not thinking about that. Yeah, I mean, look at. Chris Cyborg dying in the fucking sauna. Those videos are scary. Yo, look at uh, well, I'm not gonna use that dude. Where BJ Penn, remember BJ, <laughs> BJ Penn, like like laughed at him when he was in the sauna. Made fun of him. He was like, he's crying in the sauna, man. <laughs> he dragged him out. But dudes are passing out in the sauna, bro. Dudes are like pushing it to the fucking to brink, the limit, yeah. You know, and it's, it can't be good for you. It oh, can't be good I for would you. Say no, but your not. corner's not gonna say, hey, it's up to your corner to have that conversation with you. But most fighters are. Not thinking about that. They mm. want to fight. They want to compete. But the corners, though, they're there to protect them, you mm. know. But they cut from the same cloth, bro. Exactly. They, they ain't trying to do that neither. Yeah. <laughs> Most corners are former fighters. I was going to say, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So they experienced it firsthand. Yeah. Oh, Whitaker said Andy Wang. You yeah, know what I'm talking about is. with the BJ Penn thing, yeah, right? Andy, Andy Wang. Yeah. And then they cut him. Andy Wang laid on the ground. He's like, put me back in. <laughs> put me back in. DJ Penn is laughing. I'm like, bro, if you don't get up and go in there yourself, he's like, Put me back in, bro. <laughs> it's like, nah. If you can't get up and walk in there, I'm not putting you back in. That shit was fucking funny. BJ Penn is And then they cut bro. him, right? They did cut him. No. <laughs> put me back in. Um, real quick, Please. Meatballs asked if you guys got a new camera. Um, no. It's just the lighting. Our lighting is better than what it was before. New yeah, lighting. The lighting's been better for the past like three yeah, streams, three been? or four Meatballs streams. Hasn't been here. He's a schemer. Oh wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, there it is. That's why. The maroon. Read what he said, Soph. Um, he said, maybe it's pay or livelihood thing. Like, there's too much at stake with not as many opportunities to get within a year. Facts. That is it. All right. Well, congratulations to Saeed. You want to go ahead yeah. and say his full name? Shout out. Yeah. Congratulations to Saeed. Saeed Yokub Kokromanov. All right. And uh, his UFC debut. One time. All right. Up next, after that, we had the heavyweight fight between Parker Porter and Chase Sherman. Uh, this was actually a pretty high-level fight between these two big boys. Crazy pace, right? Yeah, Crazy for these pace, two heavyweights. These big dudes. You wouldn't think, you know, the, if we had to say, if we had to take a, a guess and say what division goes to the decision the least, it has to be the heavyweight division, right? You would think. The most KOs and knockouts happen in the heavyweight mm-hmm. division, I'm guessing. Because... They don't really go to decision like that. No, yeah, I would they say usually somebody's gonna go to sleep, mm-hmm. right? Or TKO or submitted, or, or somebody's getting finished. Yeah, exactly. Um, in this fight, the the way that they were throwing, 
you would think somebody would get put out, bro. Nonstop. Nonstop, bro. They just they they kept a crazy pace and uh they both were slinging some leather, but uh ultimately Parker Porter, my man with the two last names for a yeah. name, got it done. Dude, he <laughs> but he was thrown way more behind his punches. Like he would throw two to every one that Chase Sherman would throw. Yep. That's absolutely. what it was. Like two double jab up. Like, you know. Like he was just throwing a lot more A lot more volume. Exactly. A lot more volume. Uh, yeah, it was a good fight. I enjoyed it. Um Again, Chase Sherman seems like he's just been around forever, mm. which I'm shocked he has two fights in the UFC when I feel like I just know him for being well, around Someone said forever. he got cut. Hold on. Let me look him up right now. Someone said he was in the UFC, then got cut and came back. I think that's what it was. Someone did say something like that. Let but Because right for some reason, when I see Chase Sherman, I'm like, bro, yeah, I know you. I've seen you fight before in he's, the past. He's been in the UFC since 2016. He had... How many fights? Four, seven fights, and then he was cut, and now he's back. Oh, because he won five and seven, or five and two, two and five. Excuse me, two and five in the UFC Jeez. before being cut. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and now he's. Uh oh, that's not good. He's zero and two in the UFC now after coming back. So right. his UFC record is two wins and seven losses as it, of now. Is it me or is the UFC getting even stricter with guys? You know, Three with the cutting. Yeah, no, they you are. Know, they are, like even guys in the past would be around a lot longer. Now you notice any little thing, and you know, if you slip, you slide. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like the the latest releases that they put out, even guys that are just only lost one. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting them out of there. Yeah, you know, so um, which is weird though, especially for the times that we're in. I feel like they want. As many I think people. contender series is coming back, and a lot of new fresh fresh blood is coming in. So yeah. you know, guys. You got to get on your game. You know what I mean? For stay real. in there. Stay on it. And mm-hmm. wear, that, wear, wear, that, wear that warrior spirit on your sleeve. You know what I mean? When you get out there because you're alive there. Yeah. yeah, literally. They're not playing around. All right. Um, also, I made a mistake. He's three and seven in the UFC now, not two and seven. Chase cool. Sherman is. Cool, cool. Um, next up. Yes. Up next, Coleman Events. Clay Guida versus Mark Madsen. Um, <clears throat> Mark Madsen. He looked, well, I mean, it's tough. Clay Guida. <laughs> it's tough with Clay Guida. Man. He's listen, been in the UFC bro. for. You know what? How long now? Shout out to Guida. Honestly, yeah. I Shout a, out to Guida, I'll man. Give a clap, for real. Fucking legend, bro. He really is. Legend. 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 And, and let me tell you this, right? Low key, and this is not a dig or a disrespect or anything, but I'm I'm not super impressed by the Olympian. Mm. And we spoke about it on Friday again. It's like it's one thing to be a wrestler, a good wrestler, right? And with all these credentials, but that is only an aspect of what we do. Exactly. You know what I mean? And Clay Guida showed that. Mm. I mean, obviously he Mark Madsen. Shout out to him. He got the job done. He beat Clay Guida. Um, Clay Guida got still got some fight in him. Yeah, right. That last does. round is what determined uh, the that which what got you know Mark Mark the win. But uh, Clay Guida, man, Clay Guida was was throwing leg kicks. He was doing all the right things, and with that Greco style, you have to bridge the gap, mm. and you have to bridge. It's not freestyle. You can duck under punches and grab legs and come up. In in uh in in Greco Roman wrestling, bridging the gap. 
you have to come through punches. Mm-hmm. And where I'm seeing the hole in Mark Madsen's game is the stand-up. Mm. Is the stand-up, bridging the gap and all that. So um, he called out Gregor Gillespie, mm-hmm. and I think that Gregor Gillespie will put him away. Yeah, like finish him on the feet. On the feet. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Gregor Gillespie will put him away. Yeah. But uh, How about in the wrestling? In the wrestling department, we're going to have to see. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be freestyle versus Greco. We're going to have to see. But uh, I think that Mark Madsen, this is his, is this his first fight in the UFC? No, I think this is his third, second or third. I'll check right now. Second or third. Okay. But uh, I don't know. I feel like. This, is, it was, this was his second. I feel like there's work to be done. He's definitely good, definitely a problem. Um, but I still think there's work to be done there. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, that was his third. I lied. That was his third. So that's three in a row for the man. So he's gonna be, he's gonna get a name now. He's yeah. gonna get a name for sure. But um, um, where did it go? Foggy Ross said Clay Guida is uncuttable. He'll just fight in Bellator if anything. Guida never stop. For sure. Yeah, he's a beast. Uh, for sure. He showed he still thing. got some fight in him, man. For he's really? putting yeah. together combinations. He's and that's the thing with these vets. The vets are always gonna be crafty because they've been in the game for so long. So a guy may be more technically sound than a vet, but he knows all the crafts and the, mm. and the cracks and crevices of the octagon and how to play the game. Little, you know, just crafty shit. Exactly. You know, and I feel like what threw Mark off was the movement of Clay Guida, mm. the angles. He moved laterally, the consistently changed direction. Um, and that, that gave him some trouble. But Mark, what I will say about Mark is Mark did find a home for a jab mm. over and over and over and over and over. And him walking forward consistently like that. Did give Clay Guida a lot of trouble, but I feel you walk in on someone, you know, with a little more cleaner strikes than than Clay Guida and a little better shot selection with so that kind faster, of footwork. Yeah. I think that that's a huge problem for him. Mm, I agree, and I think him calling out Gregor Gillespie is probably not a good idea. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. Two um, yeah. K said, "Gonna clip this, and if Madsen manages to beat Gregor, gonna piss the fuck out of Randy and spam that clip at every turn possible." Um, well, here's the thing the, the difference between me and you, right? The difference between me and you, 2K, is that I'm not that invested. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that deep, bro. I, that's That wouldn't piss me off. But Dude, he's. It'd be crazy. He's like, that's crazy. He's just waiting. I don't know. He's like praying <laughs> for your downfall. Praying for my downfall, bro. It's like, all right, well, hey, I was wrong, man. Um, Good for him. Debeck99 said, why didn't Mark use his takedowns? He tried, but that's the thing. Remember what I was saying is that he, with the thing with Greco, the entries to Greco is all upper body tie-ups. There's no double leg. There's no catching a single, you know. Obviously, he can learn those things, but that's not his go-to. You know what I mean? So he tried, but Clay Guida just didn't engage. He stalled. Like in wrestling, in Greco-Roman, what Clay Guida was doing was just hips out and keeping him away from you. That's, that's called stalling. You can't do that. Right? Mm-hmm. So... In MMA, you can. So that's what I'm going to do to you get away from me. I'm not going to engage in what you want to do. So that's how you're going to have trouble. Do we think Clay Guida retires soon? Hell no. You think he keeps it going? Hell yeah. He looked good, man. He looked good. One more time for Clay Guida. And also, shout out to Mark Manson. Congratulations to him. Really? But the Hall of Famer, man. Shout out to both those guys. Both those guys. Yeah, for real, honestly. Clay Guida's a legend. No doubt about it. He's been there from the start. Not from the start, but Strike Force champion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exa- WEC. Dude. Come on. Yeah, I was going to say, too, his last fight, Whitaker said, hey, Clay Guida beat Michael Johnson. Yeah, his last fight, too, before. Bro. And he worked him. <laughs> he worked him in that fight. Man. 
All right. All right, now to the main event. Jared Cannonier, number three, ranked middleweight against Kelvin Gaslam, number nine, ranked middleweight contender. Um, well, first of all, we already knew what's a Kelvin Gaslam fight without him getting absolutely destroyed with some sort of punch or kick and then falling and then getting back up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, come on, dude. Yo, fire hydrant chin, bro. Unreal. Fire hydrant chin. Ridiculous. And let me tell you, did you see the shot? Did y'all see the slow motion? It was Listen, like so quick. It like, it's one thing to get dropped, right? I've been dropped. Most of us have been dropped in MMA, right? Everyone's been dropped at some point. It's MMA. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's like flash, a flash knockdown. Boom. And you get back up like, oh, shit. Like yeah. your legs just go. You're fully aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Your just, legs are just like, oh, shit. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Right? Then you bounce back up. That wasn't the case with Kelvin. Watch this, the replay. Kelvin was out. Yeah, you could see he it. He was knocked unconscious, yeah. <laughs> bro. He was knocked unconscious for a second like this. Hit the ground and woke up and instantly turned around and, yeah, turned around and started pressing, dude. Like, <laughs> yo, what? What? Kelvin Gasolin is a savage, bro. Yo, he Kelvin really Gasolin is. Kelvin is really a savage. But Jared Cannonier, shout out to him. Didn't know he was 37 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, what a fighter. You know, what a, what a warrior, bro. What a guy. You know what a what a martial artist for real, yeah. You know, for someone at his age to look the way he does still, mm. and you can tell he's super disciplined, mm-hmm. right? To have a physique like that, and um, not only that, the common the speed of the combinations that he threw initially and the power, you can tell he has big power. But some he consist- nice kicks too, yeah. He consistently mixed things up, mm. and he was looking very those kicks, man. Yeah, they were fast. Yeah, you know, I did not expect that from Jared Cannonier, and we can I continuously see growth from Jared Cannonier. For sure, even which, at even at the age of thirty-seven, even at the age of thirty-seven, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, it really. You is. Know, he looked he looked very good in that fight. Um, I was very impressed then. And it's crazy thinking about how he used to fight in the heavyweight division. Yeah, and he <laughs> he translated. He was knocking dudes out of heavyweight. Yeah, <laughs> he was knocking dudes out of heavyweight. Came to two hundred five, was knocking dudes at two hundred five, knocking dudes out there, and now he's at fucking middleweight still and would knock away, still yeah. put people away. It's gonna be tough. Tall order to get a, to put away my guy Kelvin. You know, mm. Kelvin looked good out there. He thought he won the fight. Yeah, I was say, did you see what um, he tweeted? I did see the tweet. I thought he, you know, it's one thing when you're in it, you know, your emotions are going. It is what it is. That's my guy. You know what I mean? Much love to Kelvin. Um, I disagree there in that moment, but it was a close fight. Nothing to hang his head head on, even though, you know, with the losses, I feel like he's been fighting top tier competition. Yeah, all dude, He's insane. only lost to all what top ten or top five yeah, guys. It's insane. You know, so he's only fought high level competition. He's only twenty seven years old. He'll be back one thousand percent and he's still getting better. I can see it. Yeah. You know? So shout out to Kelvin. But um Jared Cannonier man, I think right now is his time. Right now is his moment. And like he said, he needs money. He he's not gonna sit around and wait, you know, before he fights for a title. Which he totally could do yeah. to wait for a title shot. But uh I think he's gonna get one more in and try to get a good good fight and then fight. Who does for he fight title. next? Does he fight Paul? Winner, I've seen Paul winner of Paul Costa versus Marvin Vittori against Jared Probably. Cannonier. Probably because Whitaker he's not fighting Whitaker again. Whitaker um, beat him. Mm-hmm. I don't think that happens again. I, I'd rather see Cannonier wait for that. Like I said, winner of uh, Marvin Vittori and Paul Costa, and yeah. then then whoever wins that obviously will fight for the title. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I honestly. I, I say just chill. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for real. I say just chill. He, I mean, he said he needs the money, you know, but which that shouldn't be the case. 
the shame at all. Yeah. In in this game. But again, everybody's situation is different as well, too. So I don't know. But um I would wait. Mm. Personally, I'd just wait. With the the amount of work he's put in already, things that he's accomplished, fuck it. Especially a nice performance like that, yeah. But also you gotta look at it on the other side now. He's thirty seven years old. Mm. You know what I mean? True. Who knows how long all that shit <coughs> takes to play out. Mm-hmm. It could be a year, two. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's at the end of the end tail of his prime, I think, or you know, already we're reaching it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, Dial five said winner or winner of Darren Till versus Brunson. Uh, I like that too. And then title shot. Yeah, I want him to get the title, title shot. shot. Yeah, I feel like he yeah. Should. Why not? Yeah, he he deserves it. And I mean, Izzy's been saying it for a while. Izzy's been calling him the dark horse for a long time. Mm. You know, but Foggy Ross said, "My man Phil Hawes is coming for that belt. Watch out." Hawes is another problem. He he fights uh, Duran Win. <laughs> yeah, on October ninth. I think he gets Win out of there. You think he beats or knocks yeah, out Duran Win? I think he beats Win. <laughs> I still find it funny. Why Duran Win? <laughs> I mean, I don't find it funny. He's just so so short. He's just so massive in that division. <laughs> Bro, he needs to go to welterweight. Yeah, and how he said he, he can't be make a it. He said he can't make. He the can weight. make it. He can make it. <laughs> he can make it. We talk. He can fucking make it. I guarantee he can he make it. He doesn't want to. Alright Yeah you know what Who knows That dude sees me He's probably gonna try To double leg me Yeah exactly He's like I'm gonna double leg Double leg <laughs> the shit out This dude Cause I talk so much shit About him for no reason Right <laughs> It's not even shit bro. It's just, it just annoys me I'm like bro Make the You can make the weight bro I know you if can you make it If you hire a nutritionist Get on I mean he's now, He said he got big bones And he said he talked To the best coaches out there And everybody And they, t- they told him It doesn't make sense Cause he's gonna deplete Himself too much I mean Knows. Well, you better start running. <laughs> you better take your ass to the treadmill. That's the only way to start losing some weight. Get on your diet, bro. That's an excuse. Who knows, honestly? Oppress two K said, "How has the pe- how has the people Phil Hawes beat getting ranked opponents but not Phil?" SMH thinking of betting my summer paycheck on Hawes versus Win though. Thoughts? Do it. <laughs> your summer paycheck, <laughs> entire thing. Do it. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> That's not Sorry, an addiction he's waiting He'll to happen. bounce back. Yeah, yeah, He'll right? Yeah. Kamara said, guys, 30% body fat talking about not making weight. <laughs> yeah. And Whitaker said, tell that to Gaslam. My business. <laughs> All right. But for real, shout out Jared Cannonier in that fight. He looked very good, like we said. Um, what's next for Kelvin Gaslam now? He is, what, one in five in his last six fights, I think? Mm. So what do we see next? I, I really don't know. Don't know. Maybe a maybe a move down back to seventy. You think? I don't. I don't think he does that. I I no. don't see him. Yeah, I feel like I don't see that happening. No, some guy they do it, man. They do it or taking a a step back, quote unquote, step back in competition and fight a fight an unranked guy, man. Fight somebody outside of the top fifteen. That's what he did. He fought Ian Heinich and won by unanimous decision, February twenty twenty one. Shit. And then he fought Robert Whitaker, lost, and now he fought Jared Cannonier again. So maybe maybe. Maybe he needs to go down again. Yeah, I don't know. Or just wait and see what happens. Mm. You know, he, again, the dude is mad young, bro. He's like twenty-seven years old. Yeah, mad he young, is. So. It's, it's crazy. He's, it's crazy. He's been around a long time. He has been. And he's fought the best of the best. He's been in those wars. Yeah. Who knows? Best of luck though to Kelvin Gaston as well. Oppressed Suke says, "Why not fight Phil Hawes after Phil beats Win?" True. That'd be interesting. That would be. Like that, um, but yeah, that's all the fights. Should we get some news? 
Yes, sir. I barely have any. I've only like four pieces. Drop something on us, man. Jung Young Park will fight Gregory Rodriguez at UFC event on October 23rd. Robocop. Yeah, Jung Young Park is the guy that uh, broke the records for takedowns against what's his name? Robocop by TKO. <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> I mean, dude, when I. Uh, it's weird seeing that because remember the guy we were talking about when he got knocked out in mm-hmm. uh, Dana White Contender Series? Mm-hmm. And then seeing what just happened to that guy. When he fought Mickey Gall, he got absolutely worked in the first. Shit round. happens, bro. I know. And remember, it's he insane. took that on short notice again. Which which one? Uh, Robocop took yeah, that it, opportunity on short notice. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he got tired and he got clipped, bro. It happens. You it's know? insane. Yeah, it's crazy to me. So MMA math doesn't work, bro. Oh, Sometimes it never it's, does. It's weight cuts and all that shit. It all every there's so many things that need to be perfect for you to go into a fight optimal. Mm. So. And, and and the same thing I asked DC this right I had this conversation with DC during my last fight it was I was just impressed and I was asking him questions I was like so impressed of how do you at the championship caliber how do guys consistently get it right over and over and over because the fans don't know how much things have to be have to line up for mm-hmm. you to be on your A game that night mm-hmm. and obviously a lot of times even the champs they're not on the A game that night you know and and sometimes they still win but fuck shit looks crazy mm-hmm. right like look at Adesanya versus Gastelum, mm-hmm. you know, crazy fight. We don't know yeah. what was happening there, but that shit was wild. Obviously, Styles make fights as well, mm-hmm. right? But uh, so many things have to be on point, and if it's not, you know, the bound the wheels are bound to fall off at some point, bro. Mm-hmm. Just put it like that, mm-hmm. you know, because everything has to be in a line, and if one thing is off, you're fucked. Yeah, right. So to see, same thing will happen. Phil Hawes, right? Phil Hawes got knocked out by uh. On the Brent, contender series, Brendan right? No, 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 not Brendan Allen. Contender series got Julio, Mar- Julian. Oh Marquez yeah, Julian Marquez. You're right. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. Julian Marquez, right? And now look at Phil Hawes, knocking people out. Knocking people out. The tear. He's a whole new person, right? Mm. And we don't know. We don't know what happens on fight night, bro. Right. Everything got to be in order, bro. If it's not, then that's why this is probably the toughest spi- sport in the world. Absolutely. But Bes- besides hockey, obviously. Besides, besides what? Hockey. Fool <laughs> oh this man! No! Uh, that's all right. That's all right. Um, Dial Five said, "Fight Kevin Holland." Ooh. Yeah. He's training wrestling. Though, watch out. <laughs> True. <laughs> all right. Some more news. Diego Sanchez said that Joshua Fabia. Used mental manipulation on him and was masterminding a plan to get money from the UFC. One more time, run that by me. Diego Sanchez says that Joshua Fabia was used mental manipulation on him and was masterminding a plan to get money from the UFC. One more time. Diego Sanchez said Joshua Fabia used mental manipulation on him and was masterminding a plan to get money from the UFC. Okay, so it still sounds as stupid as it yeah. as it is, right? <laughs> the first after the third time hearing it, it still sounds just it's, as dumb. I mean, obviously that dude is a scammer. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, like we, we knew, uh, Diego, duh. That's like that's like a, a a fucking Diego moving like a like a battered a battered woman in a, in a in a fucking bad relationship. That's just like. That can't leave, you know what I mean? Mm. Or some shit. It was just like confused. There was like a fucking wool pulled over his eye, blind yeah. pulled over his eyes. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? Duh, man? bro. We all could see. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a scheme. I mean, that's sad that it's happening to Diego Sanchez. <laughs> when Tennis but... says, who who could have guessed it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> who would have guessed it? Word. Yeah, it's honestly fucked up. 
that he would try and do something like that, especially to a legend like Diego. But I mean, we're not surprised at all. He definitely took advantage of Diego. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But it is what it is. Hopefully. Remember when Diego was hanging upside down, getting (laughs) punched in the head? Yeah. Like light punches, but just over and over. Say, what what was that building? Something that no one else could understand. There was a special martial art only for Diego. Yeah, and exactly. Like, <laughs> got it. And that he taught, he he knew the, uh, what was it, like the one punch, or like the death punch or something? Death shit punch, like that. but he didn't want to teach it because too much people would die in the UFC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, Heard you. Yeah, that, that makes a <laughs> lot of sense. You. Yeah. <laughs> Absurd. Oh, man. Some more news. Misha Tate reveals. Quote unquote, about ninety eight percent of two hundred two hundred thousand dollar fight purse went to expenses for UFC return, stating that she spent it all on her training camp. Uh damn, that's wild. Saying that's a, that, that's yeah. a huge training camp expense. She, she said, "Cause well, she pay for like her hotels and like all that." Well, that's guess, a choice, like that. isn't it? What do you mean, two hundred thousand? That's what she. That's what I read online. Yeah. She did Hold it up. wrong though. Two hundred thousand a camp. Yeah. Ninety-eight percent of her two hundred thousand purse went towards her training so, camp. So, a hundred, a hundred, like a hundred and ninety something thou, a hundred and ninety thou. Let's just say, let's just say, a hundred and seventy. Oppressed said one hundred nine, one hundred ninety-six thousand. So, one hundred ninety-six thou went into your camp. I guess into her coaches and whatever else. Damn, she in a three sixty deal. <laughs> 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 nah, bro, no, that's no, no, no. But think, that that's that sounds kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know how. How does that really like? I, I think that's a little exaggerated. I don't know. That's insane. Whitaker said Costa lost money after his fight with Yoramero, and he got like four hundred fifty k. Everybody loses money, but that's it. Depends on the deals you have, right? And you know your camp expenses for sure. But fucking, you ain't losing one hundred and ninety six thousand dollars in camp. Who knows? That's crazy. What Tyler. is she doing in a camp? That's what I'm saying. I think it's because she was traveling around a lot, so I think all of her a lot of expenses went to. I don't. I really don't know. Maybe that was a. a uh, write it off. Tyler Two Cut said GSP <laughs> had million off. dollar camps. Million dollar camps. GSP, yeah. Somebody source that for me. <laughs> source that. GSP had million dollar camps. That's insane. Like, what are you buying in a camp? I mean, hey, GTRs could be true. I guess I don't know. Morris Sweep said international fighters get fucked on taxes plus camp percentage. Damn, bro. My camp is like 10 G's, if that. Really? Barely. That's crazy. <laughs> if that. You know, like. That's damn. absurd. Um, okay, some more random news, some strange news. UFC veteran Vivian Pereira said that her coach kicked her off their team after she told him she was pregnant with his baby. What? Nevola drama. <laughs> Was that called? Are they called Nevolas? Yeah. <laughs> Nevola drama. So <laughs> Vivian Pereira said that her coach kicked her off of their team after she told him she was pregnant with his baby. The coach was like, get out of here. I guess not mine. <laughs> Is it his? I don't know. Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, you know he's right. taking the Murray. This is wild. That is some weird news. I, I don't I don't know the exact details. I mean we don't all, we don't have the details, so I'm sure. There's yeah. a lot more to that than just that, but I mean, who knows? But now the news is out, so like damn. Well, he didn't avoid it. <clears throat> so what's she gonna do with that baby? She who gonna knows? keep the baby? Yeah, I hope so. I don't know. All right. Get them crates. Stack her up on the crates. You see the crate, <laughs> the crate challenge? Cha- bro, <laughs> you see the crate challenge? Everybody doing it in the south? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. 
So you're pregnant? All right. <laughs> Stack up them crates. <laughs> the crate Time to make the down. walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man. Some more news as well. Uh, Alexander Gustafsson. Hold on, real quick. Oh. Wentana wants to know if, if she's in a relationship. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't. I'm not sure. With him or anybody? Well, I'm guessing with, uh, with him. Or with oh, him, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Well, the way he doesn't want to claim it. Yeah, maybe is not. Is he in a relationship? <laughs> That's what it could be. So many questions. But some more news. Alexander Gustafsson has pulled out of his September 4th fight with Paul Craig. Yeah, I saw uh, Allen, Brennan Allen is trying to step up yeah, for that. Brennan Someone Allen, in Discord posted that in Discord. Yeah, Brennan Allen uh, tweeted at him saying he'll step in to fight Paul Craig. I like it. Brennan Allen versus Paul Craig? Yeah, I like it. Paul Craig is a savage. Dude, he, I mean, that was crazy what he did last fight. That armbar? Yeah. Sheesh. And that was a that was like a really uh like a build up to the fight. There was some mm. animosity between the two of them. For sure. Uh, oh man. Uh Kamara said so many weird coaches and martial arts grooming students. And then Whitaker said, cough, cough, Pat Berry. Wow. <laughs> I mean he was older with all that. What are we looking for? Doug Rose. Doug Rose. Doug Rose. Oh, man. I mean, ah, wasn't there? Shit. Never mind. Listen, man. I love Pat Berry. I love Doug Rose. There will be no slander in this podcast, on this show, on this day. Mm. Next topic. Weird. Doug Rose. Let's go. <laughs> Fanta Orange 2019 said, I am the pro and you are the bros. All right. Bet. Thank you, sir. What up, though? What up, bro? The pro of what? Yeah, what are you the pro of, actually? Oh, and then he asked, who is the pro here? You. Him. No? Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> you. That's what yeah, you just what? said. You. All right, what we got? Damn, um, Sophie didn't take that. She, she, she was offended. No, yeah. I'm not. You came here offended, so she didn't like that. Okay, some more news. UFC has released Yancy Medeiros mm. from the UFC. Lightweight veteran, no longer with the promotion. Damn. Yancy Medeiros. He's been around for a while. Yeah, he has been around for a while. Uh, he trains with Max Holloway, no? Does he? I believe so, yeah. They're training partners. He's been out for a while. He hasn't fought in a little bit, though. Mm. Man. All right. Um, when these yes. veterans get cut, is it like the UFC or you think it's also them? Who knows? It could be so many different things. I mean, obviously, the most obvious thing is that he's been on a pretty big losing streak. Yeah, he has. But been, uh, yeah, also, it could be UFC they just can't come to terms with a deal for him to fight. Maybe, you know, turning down fights. Uh, could be a whole bunch of stuff, you know, contract issues. Mm. Never know. Mm-hmm. Suke said, hearing this, I'm terrified for Razak and Roosevelt. Well, Razak's, Razak's fighting that fight. middleweight. Yeah, he's yeah. got to win his next fight. That's a he's, he necessary win. Yeah, that is a necessary win. He, that's a tough one, too. It's not an easy fight. Mm. Um, Roosevelt, not so much. Roosevelt still still got some still got some fight, I think. Yeah. I mean, but hey, with the way things have been going lately, who knows? Yeah. Roosevelt is on two two fight skid right now, I mm. think. Especially after that, like we just saw. But massive yeah. potential there still, man. Yeah. You know, and it's an exciting fighter, so hope not. He what? said he's like 0-3. Oh, yeah. Roosevelt? No, three. No. And before that, he was four and five. 
Hmm. Interesting. We'll just have to see. What's a what's a fight you're excited for? Because I have one in the top of my head right now. A fight, a fight that I'm excited for. Shit, not a headliner. Man. Not a headliner. Wait, yeah, on yeah. what? That's on the next card. Any card at all. That's been announced already. Yeah, because I could tell you mine. All right, you go ahead and tell me yours because I'm. I am excited to see Hamzat Chamaya versus Lee Jing Lang. You're right. Right. That's a good fight. That's been quiet, right? It has been. I just forgot. I forgot about that. That's yeah, a good fight. I'm actually very excited for that one. Yeah, that's a good fight. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to find out the truth about uh, Hamzat. I mean, I know he's good, mm-hmm. but we don't know how good. Lee Jing Lang is a very worthy opponent. Legit. Yeah, exactly. Legit. Very I mean, well-rounded. Not, in my opinion, I don't think he's like, whoa. But, but he's more. But he's he's a solid, solid test for this dude. Especially at 170. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. That's a good one. Yo, what up, Canucks? Canucks? My guy, my guy. Opress said he's excited for Jan Sterling too. Ah, uh, I just can't remember any fights off the top of my head until y'all mentioned yeah. them. <laughs> that is another one that I'm excited about. That's a good fight. You're right. Mm. That's Re- a great fight. Razak also said, or Opress also said, Razak de Chirico. That's the one we were just talking about. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Whitaker says, Hamzak gonna teabag him. Easy peasy. Bet my wallet on it. <laughs> uh fan, fan. What's his name? Fanta something? Fantagen? Fanta Rangin? Fanta Rangin 2019. He says that he has only fought bums. Are you talking about... Uh, Kazmat. Hamzat? Hazmat. Yeah. I mean... I wouldn't call them bums, but the, for sure the competition was not... Gerald Mearshart was his true, his biggest test, and I mean, he... Don't disrespect him. Don't do it. I mean, I didn't say anything. Don't do it. Don't do it. Three seconds. Yeah. But I mean... Who knows? He fought. He fought. Mirshot fought that fight. Scared. Oh, I you think. Could, He immediately backed up as soon as immediately the round he literally let him walk over to him and, and punch <laughs> him in the face. Like that's that's literally what happened. One punch. That was insane, bro. Canuck said, "Wouldn't be surprised if Phil is Hamzat's next opponent." <laughs> <laughs> they signed me for wow. a one. That's not an easy fight. Exactly. Yeah. That's not an easy fight. <laughs> Sign me for a one fight deal. Yeah. We, we're gonna put him on ice. We'll yeah, put, we'll put him. Yeah. We'll put the skates on him. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Well, all right. Damn, one hour show today, bro. Once again, another quick one. Mm. Call us Speedy we've Gonzalez. Doing, yeah, we, we've been doing we them pretty knocking, quick. We're knocking these shows out, bro. I like it. I like it. I like these fast shows because sometimes we be here fucking Forever. two, hour de- two hours Especially deep. Especially those big cards, yeah. Did you see my last stream with me and Soph? Uh, when? Uh, Yesterday. Uh, I wasn't home yesterday. Uh, did you see it? <laughs> No. no, okay, not was loyal. He, oh yeah, it was yesterday. Yo, did y'all see the game we played yesterday? The game we played yesterday was fucking. It's good. It's so good. I have to go back and watch. We played it. it two days in a row already, and it's like. It's frustrating. So the game is called Twelve Minutes. Oh, uh, you were talking about this. And you're stuck in a room, right? You're living the the, the it's a, you and your wife, and you're living. 12, 12 minutes. That particular twelve minutes. You just came home from work. You walk into the house, greet your wife. Yada yada yada. You're reliving those 12 minutes over and over and over. And within those 12 minutes, there's a guy that comes to the, a cop that comes to the door, quote unquote cop, right? And he comes to kill your wife and uh, kill you and your wife and take a watch that she has. But there's the watch that she has. She hid it from you. You didn't know that she has that watch because she's hiding secrets. The secret is that uh, she killed. She thinks she, she thinks killed she her father, but she wasn't the one that killed her father. Right? I'm not going to give away all of it, but. <laughs> You got to all figure out all this shit and every little thing that you do changes the outcome of what really? happens in that 12 yeah. minutes. And 
it, if you take too long, 12 minutes, it restarts. Really? If you leave the room, restarts. If you die, or if that cop arrests you or knock you out, it resets. Damn. The game is fucking crazy, bro. It's good, though. It's a good game. I enjoy it. I enjoy the story. It's uh, super uh, psychological, mm. you know? So That make, sounds fun, then. Yeah, it is a fun Especially game. Especially if it's like a multiplayer like that. It's not play. multiplayer, though. Oh, wait, you can't? No, nah, it's just... So sitting right here on the mic. Uh, I don't tell him what to do, and he tries to listen. Uh, I see. What do you mean I try to listen? I don't listen. I've been doing a good job playing that game. You messed up, and you forgot to call Bumblebee like three times in a row. And fuck Bumblebee. Yeah, well, all right. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, the fuck you spoiling this game for me? Fuck you. Nah, bro. I just gave you the basics. No spoils here, bro. That game is deep. I just yeah. gave you the basics. The trailer gives you that. Yeah, the trailer. Everything that I just gave you, the trailer gives you. As if he's going to play that game. Word, right? He's probably <laughs> yeah. not even going to play. He's like, hey, hey. Yeah. But yeah, that's another show in the books for. Yep. Who do we got next week? Yeah, well, I don't know. What, what do we have next week? Let me see. It is. Bum-ba-da-dum. Oh, Barbosa and Chikadze. Oh, oh, and the Ultimate Fighter. And it's the Ultimate Fighter Finals. Do they? What's happening with that? The Ultimate Fighter. What weight class is that? Uh, it's eighty five, right? I think it was eighty five, and or is it just only eighty five? I don't know. I think it's eighty five. It's may they usually they do two weight classes. Yeah, I think they. I don't know. What is the weight? Oh, middleweight and bantamweight. There you go. Middleweight and bantamweight. So yeah, you're gonna have some good fights in, and we got Kevin Lee and Daniel Rodriguez. Hmm. Oh, look who we got. We got Gerald Mearshart coming back after just back talking again. about him. Back again. We got Abdul Razak Al Hassan. Yes, sir. Sam Alvey, Wellington Terman. Sam Alvey's back too? Yep, Sam Alvey. That's Alvey's. a good card. Dan Stewart, or Darren Stewart, Jamal Emmers, Justin Jacoby, Tracy Cortez. Oi. Yeah, we got, so it'll be a good card. We got for sure. a lot of Tracy Cortez fans in chat usually. Sims, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you just called your chat Sims. Oh, yeah, man. It's okay. They are. Oh, there we go. Press says Cortez is mid. Okay. Enough. Mm. We're not doing with, that. Yeah. There is no woman slander uh, on this podcast. Has there ever been. We anymore. Will, we will, no, it's never <laughs> even happened. <laughs> anymore first. because <laughs> Phil oh, has changed yeah. his life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He gave Phil a good talking to. All right. Yeah. I needed to. I want to apologize now to everyone for anyone I've offended. Yes, misogynism yeah, is bad. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, looks like a good card, bro. Uh, I'm looking forward to this card. Actually, this is gonna be a good fight between Edson Barboza and Giga. Giga got some crazy kicks. Uh, Edson Barboza also has crazy say, kicks. Hey, so, uh, so. But it's two different styles of kicks. It's Muay Thai kicks versus. You know, karate type kicks, mm. you know, and taekwondo type kicks. So uh, I'm excited. Giga's super crafty, as is Edson Barboza. That's going to be a banger. So come check in with us on Friday and we'll go over it. Also, Definitely. right quick for the listeners, I feel like we've been neglecting you guys. Cue the, cue the soft music right now. Do we have it? Yeah, cue the soft music. No, go ahead. Cue it. I don't have it. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Mm. We've been neglecting you guys. Um, let me tell y'all where to find us mm. they, they should know already But you should just come over to Twitch And be a part of the conversation yep. Twitch is touchandgo170 Come be a part of the conversation man 
live every Friday and Sunday. Yes. At Breakdowns. 6:30. At 6.30. Yep, 6.30 Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Time. Write it down. Uh, pre-fight show, obviously, on Fridays. Then we watch the fights on Saturdays. And then we'll, we will break down on Sundays. Isn't our fan base... Like from Istanbul or some shit like that. Oh, they're all over. <laughs> Dude, I told you. Well, we shouted out Nigeria on the last show because we were like at number nine in the sports podcast in Nigeria. Weird. Yeah, that is crazy. So, yeah, shout out. That is weird. Shout out whoever's <laughs> listening way. to us in oh, Nigeria. Man. Oh, there we go. LTDR says New Jersey. Yes, sir. Oh, we didn't even talk about Pacquiao. I didn't watch that fight. I didn't watch it either. I need to go back and watch it. Uh, read what... Uh, Fanta Ranjun said. He said, women fighting. Oh, there you go. See? Y'all are going to be good friends. He's in <laughs> oh, the chat. Right, He's yeah. gonna, you're going to get along right, with Phil right, here, right, bro. Right, right. You're going to get along really good with Phil here. Because I, yep. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man. Once again, man. Thank y'all. On a serious note, thank y'all for tuning in with us. Much love. We'll see y'all again on Friday. And that's Friday, that for yep. the Pro and the Bro. 6.30 p.m. Friday for that. Pre-fight show, Giga Chikadze versus Edson Barboza. Peace. We'll see you guys. Bye.